You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Coleman Power Organic Fitness Podcast. Yes, yes, this is the episode that you guys have been asking for. This is the step-by-step how, as opposed to set up, I suppose, a small bit of veg patch for yourself, either in a glass house or polytunnel. So straight off the bat, right now we're going to say, how do you do it? And I'm going to tell you, the fact is, a lot of people will be looking to be more sustainable. And this is was my approach. You can either buy fresh, local, or organic foods, or you can grow your own. So what you have to do is, whether you have a couple of meters, you have a, just a meter squared, or you have a polyton or a glass house, this is the first thing to clear ground in non-organic areas. And this is what I actually learned in college, which is crazy at the time. You spray off an area. Nonsensical. Because when you do that, you kill the beneficial microorganisms that are located in the soil. That's all the types of different worms and the smaller minute things that we can barely see. Because when you pick up a handful of soil, there are more microorganisms found in a palm full of soil than there are cells in your body. That's an amazing fact. So many different things that break down material to break down those minerals and vitamins that are then absorbed by the fruits or vegetables that I suppose, or the animals that feed off that, that we can, I suppose, gain the advantage of. So if you ever hear anybody spraying off, God, I'll never forget the class I was in. Oh, spray off a piece of ground so that you can have it clear, fresh, this is the temp- simplest tip you can possibly do. Get the likes of seaweed. If you don't live close to the sea, you can most certainly get farmer manure. Well decomposed. I must emphasize this because I was mentoring someone and growing there in the year of this year just gone. What are we? It's hard to know what year we have, right? 2021. And they used fresh manure and that may cause issues then with a the result of the tomatoes, plants that went in there. That's not what you want. So well decomposed, the darker the better. Seaweed. Again, stuff that washes up in the sea is absolutely fine for your small little bit of veg patch that you're going to incorporate in because uh, seaweed is something that has over 21 different micronutrients. Micronutrients are some of the things that are helping the fruit or the vegetables to be healthier and stronger. And as a result of that, they're less likely to have pest and diseases that makes them easier to grow chemical free. That and then we we gain the advantage of that. So when you have your like your area, whatever area that you have covered over with seaweed or farmyard manure, you're covering over so that I suppose no light can get at the soil. What does that matter? When we suppose have an area of ground with bare grass covering over with your farmyard manure, and then a covering on top, it can be a plastic covering that you're going to reuse every single year. What you're doing is you're preventing, I suppose, the nutrients being washed down in the rain. And secondly, you're letting and encouraging the beneficial worms to do your digging for you. Yes, they aerate the soil. They bring that material, such as the seaweed and the farmyard manure, from the top layer of the soil, where we just placed it, down into the lower areas where the roots of the plants that we're going to grow in the coming season, 2023. Two, my God, to say 2022 was amazing um, and half scary at the same time. Time flies when you're having fun, you're growing your own, or at least you're consuming organic veg on a regular basis. So that is the most simplest thing I can most possibly recommend to you. So right now, either you're going to, I suppose, cooperate in the veg patch, you're going to have 
either in the growing season, whether it's Christmas, Santa gets you a glass house or a polytunnel. Those are the areas and the places that you can grow a little bit of your own and be super, I suppose, uh, more sufficient in consuming more vegetables that benefit you. And when I suppose we realize that that's the future because that's actually what we used to do in the past. We used to, our grandparents used to have small animals, whether it be chickens, they used to have, you know, on top of that, most certainly different types of vegetables, whether it be potatoes, this was uh, an Irish sustainable crop that is most definitely something we can grow on a more regular basis and is one of the foods that I suppose are a list of organic fitness veg that I highly recommend. And here in front of me is something that I would be encouraging people in not only the year 2020 and the year coming, it's the fact to do it in whatever year, do it continuously on a more regular basis so that you can gain the advantage of these crops. So the first of which we always start with greens. I was going to go alphabetical order. So always start with greens. Why? Because right now coming into the winter months where they have an area to grow in, these are the things that will have a slow amount of growth. Because once it gets the soil temperature gets under a certain amount of temperature, things do not grow. And that's what it's important then to have vegetables for the winter months that store. And we'll be touching on a couple of different of those food items in this week's episode. I love food because food has a massive effect, I suppose, on your overall health. And we cannot talk about health without mentioning the likes of local, fresh and organic, chemical-free foods. Okay, The word organic is registered. So if you grow stuff at home, you actually can't call it organic, but nonetheless, it's chemical-free is what you're looking for. Because excess amount of chemicals in your diet is never a good thing. Glyphosate is a carcinogenic. That is the active ingredient in Roundup, which people are spraying on the periphery edges of their gardens, their patios around their house. And people are using it on large-scale farms to, as I've always, clear fields. You see those orange-coloured fields, and then people ploughing it. That's not what you want. You don't want to consume that. Why? Because it's a water-soluble toxin that ends up then in the water system that is then again applied, uh, applied back to the crops that is an antibiotic. Gut health is something I'm a massive believer in. Why? Because your gut affects your mood. Why? Because 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut and 70% of your immune system. So if anyone's going to be not only happier, healthier, you want a stronger immune system, you need to start consuming more chemical-free foods in your diet. I'm a, not only a, a personal trainer, but I'm also an organic grower who understands foods, who doesn't want people to eliminate carbohydrates. I recommend potatoes. I recommend breads and most certainly more fruits and vegetables in your diet. I'm not anti-meat, definitely not. For anybody who's supposed to want optimal health, it's most certainly key and important for you to consume more of these whole foods that contain fiber. And where does fiber come from? Every different fruit and vegetable and that you consume on a daily basis. So we'll go straight away into the greens. What greens do I recommend? The ones that you may have not heard about before. It's called winter porcelain. Okay. Most people have heard of rocket, arugula, mensuna, tatsoi. All of those, those are oriental salads, which are grown from mustard seeds. And they're the same family as kale and broccoli and cabbage. And they do contain antioxidants called sulfurophane, which is actually one of the stronger of the antioxidants that reduces inflammation. Antioxidants are key for your diet, really. And people are taking them as supplements. The supplements don't have been proven to not even work. But more certainly when you're getting them from, I suppose, whole food sources, you gain the advantage of those antioxidants, vitamins and minerals, iron, magnesium, and vitamin C. Again, people are taking those from supplements, which is crazy when you can eat the whole foods, especially when you can grow them yourself. Cheapest chips because the packet of seeds is buttons. Absolute couple of cents in euro. And then if you end up growing it and save seeds off it, it costs you nothing, nothing. 
And if you are growing a little bit of your own food, it's free exercise. You're outside in the sun, which again is has been proven in those studies that they're supposed to trying to control the issues with this virus that we're currently coming into issues with. They said vitamin D supplements. Where does vitamin D come from? It comes from the sun. Please get outside. Please do the most natural thing. It's the most uncontaminated thing that's left on this earth. The soil is contaminated. People have been spraying the land for absolutely numerous amount of years. The water is contaminated because of pollutants of people with their plastics. Again, if you're going alone or you're going to a country market, you're trying to avoid as many plastics as you possibly can because plastic is made from oil and that's not sustainable. Lads, we're looking for overall health here and we're going to touch on so many different food items that you can consume and want and need you to consume them if you're looking to improve your health. So these types of greens that I want you to add into your diet are that winter porcelain. It's also known as miner's lettuce. It's like a meaty type of lettuce. Do I have any right here right now? For the YouTube videos watchers, I wish I had it. It is literally a heart-shaped leaf that is quite fleshy. It's high in vitamin C and that's where it got its nickname for miner's lettuce. When people were coming out from working in the mines for a period of time, they came up out of the, out of the ground and consumed this because they had not been consuming fresh food for a period of time and that lack of vitamin C uh, it was leading to scurvy. But nonetheless, to the rescue, fresh greens, they went with the miner's lettuce. But any type of greens, such as I said, rocket or arugula or tatsoi, these seeds come from the mustards and you can sow those typically in a cut and come again system. So that means in, in your pot, I just have this candle right here in front of me, could be started off in a tray, which also would be handy for your uh, growing a little bit more of what you're growing in a pot inside can also work too. Five seeds per cell. Any of those seeds that I mentioned, rocket, mansuna. I get mine from Fruit Hill Farm. They are very, I suppose, um, convenient to people anywhere located in Ireland. King Seeds are based in the UK. There are other American-based companies that I do not have the name of off the top of my head, but you can certainly literally gain the advantage of Googling, quick Google search to get your seeds. It's just any of those varieties that you can get a packet of seeds to your door that you can sow yourself. And those are something that when you, what I like to call, call cut and come again, will emerge in about three weeks time, 21 days after sowing your seed, about two centimeters deep. That is the length of the first bend in your knuckle. You then are most certainly going to have dark leafy greens in your diet. Magnesium is so important for overall health. It's used for over three different pro three, 300 different processes. Out of the three, that'll be minimal. But 300 different processes and reduced anxiety, increased energy levels and sleep being, I suppose, some of the main ones that magnesium is being used for. A lot of people, again, take supplements, but what you're doing is you're gaining the advantage of that fiber. I love fiber because not enough people are eating it. Gut health is massively important. So that will be the first of the food items that I would definitely get you to start growing. Greens, they're very easily grown. And after those three weeks period, you can transplant into your glasshouse or your polytunnel or your greenhouse, depending on what you're calling it. And as a result of that, then you get to harvest your own fresh goodies and they come back again in about three weeks time. It can go down as short as two weeks, literally 20 centimeters, about down to your thumb. Harvesting again at a cut and come again, just a single individual knife, cutting it and putting it into any fish bash bash salad type lunch. It could be, I suppose, something that you could definitely gain the advantage of in a stir fry or just eating it straight, literally out of the ground. And it's so important to remember the fact that anything that's grown in sunlight is going to give you energy levels. Things that are living. 
hate meat isn't for the most part we don't eat it when it's alive is so greens are something that are living it can give us energy and that's i suppose something that i want people to remember that eating things that come from the ground that are living can literally be something that can give you something that people, most people want more energy when you have more energy you're much more likely to be productive you're much more likely to be alert and I have literally trained, I have and do train people to, I suppose, be more productive in your day. And they have most certainly got raises. I am actually not only, I'm saving your money in the long run, not only in growing your own, but also in your being more productive in your work. That's organic fitness at its finest. Getting raises like nobody's business. So straight off the bat, then there's other greens you can grow, such as spinach. And I don't recommend the annual spinach, there's a type of spinach called perpetual spinach. It's a larger, larger, broader type, type spinach that you can grow. It's less susceptible to, I suppose, bolting in the warmer months, but also that it's quite easy to grow. It's a large seed, large ass seed. It's from the beetroot family. So it does contain oxalates, which can, I suppose, be an anti-nutrient, but when cooking it, it takes them anti-nutrients, I suppose, by it being labeled as an anti-nutrient, it can bind to and prevent you from absorbing the likes of iron and that's something you don't want because iron is something is that can uh, give you energy and you want that in, I suppose, certain amounts, double the amount uh, for women as opposed to men due to their menstruation cycle. So I train a high percentage of women on the organic fitness program, but cooking it, uh, I suppose, eliminates some of those oxalates anyway. And if you have having a balanced diet with more fiber, it pulls out some of those negative effects of uh, spinach and beef would also being inclusive of that. So to get your best bang for your buck when you're growing your spinach, always cook it there's like the example of is it better to have fresh or or uh, raw raw or uncooked uh, in the case of spinach it's typically uh, preferably cooked so those are the ones and rainbow chard is also very similar in i suppose its growing habit and seeds because they're from the, from the same family so rainbow chard would have higher antioxidants so it's something i suppose that you would I would have a preference towards you growing if you had the choice of only spinach or rainbow chard. Go with rainbow chard. It's higher antioxidants. Antioxidants reduce stress. You want more color in your diet and rainbow chard being the colors of the rainbow, the red, the green, the purple. And you can get them also in slightly uh, orange colored. So that's your four main antioxidants. That is the red. That is the lycopene. You have the green, which is the chlorophyll. You antioxidant. You have the orange which is the beta carotene and the purple which is the anthrocyanins those are your four main colors and that's what they give, give the example of eat the rainbow that is because you're getting more vitamins and minerals and antioxidants from that okay the next of which is apples okay if you want to be more sustainable wherever you live right now whether it be in a housing estate in an apartment you can get things in a pot but if you don't if you don't live in those situations you live in the country and you're settled right now with a partner some family members, you should most certainly have one apple, two apple, three apple, four. Yes, I want you to eat more. Just came up with that on the spot. So I want you to have apple trees. In three years' time, getting an old traditional variety, why? Because they're much more susceptible, uh, less susceptible to blight, sign up blight, to canker. Canker is literally the cancer of fruit trees. And what you want to do is choose those varieties that are able to tolerate the colder conditions because that's where the climate is going with global warming, with warmer summers, and we're having colder and harsher winters. So choosing apples, old apple varieties, and in about three years' time, you will have up to 100 apples per tree. That means you can store those items, wrapping them in newspaper, putting them in the cold rooms, such as a garage, 
a cellar, even I suppose in your house in a cold press somewhere that you can gain the advantage of throughout the winter months. Yes, throughout the winter months, having these beneficial fruits, yes, that contain natural sugars, yes, that are a natural prebiotic. Oh, yes, prebiotics to the rescue. Again, that are, I suppose, something that improve your gut health. When you improve your gut health, again, 60% of your, if not 70% of your immune system is located in your gut. Prebiotics are something that you want to add in more to improve your health. And apples are not only literally food as medicine, but they're delicious. They're nature's candy. I suppose, which leads me on to uh, berries, things that you can grow in and get ready for planting in the coming season are picking out different types of strawberries. Some people don't have success with strawberries just due to the fact that slugs can cause major issues with that. But we'll call it fruit trees that will definitely sorry, fruit bushes that will certainly will be a little bit easier, gooseberries, red currants, and black currants and white currants. I love these things, love these fruit bushes, because there's very little to them, but you must cover them with and get ready for the birds. They are literally waiting in the summer months for you to have your eyes closed and grab and nab these, ben, these berries as soon as they come ripe. You'll be looking at a berry, a bunch of berries there on a red currant bush, and as soon as they're going from pink to blush, to red, ripe. They come in the morning, in the night. They come they up very early, these birds, even earlier than I do. I ain't get up at five o'clock. <laughs> so I'd be hearing them. They'd be talking to themselves, saying, I get up there quick. I get up to Coleman's little veg patch. Now he'll clear all his berries. No, they won't because I've covered it with a netting. And anybody that I'm mentoring, coaching, which I take on, and if anybody's looking for that, for site visits, send me a message and I can most certainly call out to your house and give you pointers in relation to soil conditions and tailoring and tweaking fruits and vegetables that I suppose you will eat you but you and your family to be a happier and healthier version of yourself which is the end game right here lads most of us want and listen to this podcast for, for optimal health that comes down to the foods that you eat in the soil that's grown in as well so asparagus another breadwinner again a prebiotic food high in type of fiber called inulin that your gut health, gut microorganisms are absolutely mad about and will gain the advantage of as well. That's vegetables are key and it fell off the seat there, say no more. <laughs> so asparagus is something you have to leave to mature and develop for three years. So if you have a pilot on it, putting a couple of these in the corner of your pilot on it are something that I do recommend because asparagus are one of the first crops to emerge in spring and they come out a little bit earlier if you have them inside in a polytunnel and they don't move there's no rotation in them they're in that location for life but they must go through three years of i suppose their life cycle means coming from a spur spurs typically like a little finger we often see them in shops and have an elastic band around them but when you gain the advantage of leaving them and watching them go through a life cycle they come you can either them from seed or then skip a stage, get a crown. And the crown is just something that looks like an octopus. If you ever haven't seen it, Google asparagus crowns, exactly like an octopus. Put your two hands together and have the fingers dangling like that. It's the exact way they look. They typically best like dry conditions. So it's best if you could put them up on a drill. So like, like in a, making a little pyramid of a drill, planting the octopus crown on top of that, I'm trying to do it with my fingers. And then after that, then it's one of the easiest crops ever because it's very little watering. They grow in most soil conditions 
And as a result of that, then you were gaining massive advantage every spring, looking forward to it. Asparagus and things come into, I suppose, season for a reason. Yes, they are looking for you to, I suppose, stay healthy with those beneficial high fiber foods such as asparagus. Okay, winning. Next one, beetroot. Beetroot is one of the foods I really want you to consume. It's such an easy crop to grow. It's a large seed, so obviously rated as we touched on, to spinach and perpetual spinach, one of the ones on rainbow chart in the same family. is something that you can definitely grow and get massive advantage from. There are different varieties, whether you want a purple one, I do recommend. There are also golden beetroots, which are sweeter to taste. They're like an apple. Oh my God, I grew them this year, they're amazing. And the orange ones are gonna have beta carotene, which can naturally improve your skin health, which is great, without I suppose, having to buy expensive creams. Don't mind, I suppose the next Christmas or presents you're looking for, buy like your mother, your sister, your partner some golden beetroots, or even some carrots, also high in that beta carotene, which can naturally increase the, the, your glow. So suppose people are gonna go, oh my God, that uh, vegetarian or that vegan has a natural glow to their skin. That's down for the most part to the likes of those beneficial antioxidants being consumed in a higher concentration when I suppose you are going plant-based, which I have a preference towards. I don't want to label people as a diet to go vegan or vegetarian because, because my program in, people that I mentor for food and nutrition and training is if I was to narrow myself down to just vegetarians or just vegans, what would end up happening is I wouldn't be able to reach as many people as I possibly would. I want to as well take every opportunity to help as many people as I possibly can with both their training and their foods and their lifestyle habits that are in between getting outside, moving a little bit more with added weights and consuming more of these beneficial foods. And then getting back to I suppose that beetroot. Beetroot is purple in color and is a color we typically don't consume enough of. Name a purple colored food other than beetroot. Give you three seconds. Two. You ready? One. Most people said blueberries. I'm sure they did. But what end up happening is they do change higher levels of sugar. But when you consume beetroot, you have less sugar and you have that antioxidant anthrocyanins. Anthrocyanins is something to the purple color has been proven to reduce wrinkles. Who doesn't want to be looking younger than I take off my blue light blocking glasses from Swanwick? I love these. These are something that I suppose if you're looking to gain advantage of your overall health, I do recommend these bad boys. Discount code is Coleman15. I wear them the whole time. We talk about these in um, different episodes on sleep, which I have uh, if not two episodes previously, three of 10 healthy habits. And these are in the top 10 habits that I do. So I suppose to improve my sleep and that also improves my skin health. The skin is so important for your overall health. And with that antioxidant anthrocyanins in the beetroot, I do recommend you to consume that in your diet because growing it is so, so easy. One seed per cell, getting a tray and transplanting it into the ground then when I suppose it is good and ready in the springtime again very little grows in the winter so you can't tell me oh come on, what can i do right now you've get and prepped your ground and ready for if you ready for the upcoming season this is something that you need to do now today get ready get your seaweed as we touched on get your family your get your covering and put some type of heavy weights such as a pallet or even better again tires that you can reuse you can get for free at different locations and tire pits just like for example of like a silage pit if any of you have ever covered one of those something i actually did in australia at 42 degrees mother of god i'll never forget that day 
anybody who was actually with me on that farm, Moxie Farm, major shout out to you guys. That was a hot day in work. Oh my goodness, the plastic was nearly melting in my hand. That's how hot it was. Oh, that's for a different episode. <laughs> it was a farm that I worked on that um, it opened my eyes as opposed to large scale commercial production of milk at the time. It was a farm that milked cows 365 days of the year. Yes, on rotation three times a day. And some of the animals would have never seen pasture. And that is something that people don't see. And then the milk is produced and say that, oh, milk is bad. Not all food is created equally, just like these vegetables that I want you to consume. Not all vegetables are is going to be as healthy and clean as the ones that you're going to be growing yourself. And you can't get better than optimal nutrition than growing your own or getting it local and chemical free. That's just the point that we touched on coming out of nowhere. Glad I got it in there. I uh, spent a period of three months on that farm out in a town called Goolagong. Goolagong out in Australia. Google that. It was in Sydney, and I wasn't near the city centre, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Nearest town was 45 minutes away. If you forgot your Cocoa Pops or your whatever they call it, whatever, what was I eating at that time? He was eating porridge, but the lads with me were eating Weetabix. If you got the Weetabix, you was doing without them for the week. And the next one we're going on to is... Broccoli? No, I don't recommend broccoli. I was going to have very lauder. I do recommend kale. Kale would most certainly be something I would recommend that is similar nutrients to broccoli. Folate for people who are supposed who are looking to improve um, or going to um what's the word I'm looking for? Looking to reprocreate. Have a baby is important for uh, anybody to remember to consume in your diet. But broccoli, again, is the vitamin C. Vitamin C is an antioxidant. It is something that improves your immune system. These are from whole foods. People talk about these and they try to add them in from a supplement. Please eat whole foods and please, please get them either yourself by growing them or from someone local. Kale is a breadwinner. It is something that can have numerous harvests. If you grow broccoli, it's fine. And that is something you can gain the advantage of because you get numerous harvest as it grows up. It looks like beakers, if anyone from Sesame Street, as you harvest all the leaves from the lower parts of the plant first. And when you do that and you gain the advantage of those vitamin C antioxidants, magnesium and fiber. Again, every fruit and vegetable has fiber. Many. And it's delicious. Curry, kale, crisps, kale, leaves, popped in, springs on across. So next thing you're going with is carrots. Carrots again. An absolute cracker, preferably like less stony ground. And you can grow different color, right? Rainbow carrots are great. I grow purple carrots too, just for the novelty of again getting in that purple antioxidant. And it's something cool when I have, as it was, family members that have tomorrow kids. And I get people also to grow purple potatoes, which is definitely another one of the organic fitness foods. Potatoes are a complex carbohydrate that don't make anyone gain weight. They contain four kilocalories per gram. And if people say, how do you grow potatoes without, I suppose, spraying them, Coleman, organically? Yes, grow non at, or sorry, tolerant varieties such as Iron Victory, Saupomira. Yes, these are varieties that don't, I suppose, need that uh, copper sulfate applied to it to prevent it from getting blight. Or grow earlier varieties that don't have issues with the likes of those um complications such as that blight which is I suppose something that you don't want to have to spray onto your plants because copper in excess amounts can cause toxicity in the body so there's the tip of the day grow earlier varieties grow varieties that are more resistant blight resistant 
so you don't have to spray your potatoes. And potatoes are such an easy one for storing. Stores for the winter. French beans is the next one. When you grow French beans in the springtime, they are something that grow vertical. Yes. You put five seeds around a string line going from bottom to top. I have videos for this as well. They will climb around and around and around that twine and you can get umpteen amount of harvest of a brilliant protein food. Yes, beans have protein. French beans are a cracker because again, it's something that people are two things that people are not consuming enough of protein and fiber. When you start to remember, or when you remember the fact that protein keeps you fuller for longer, fiber also keeps you fuller for longer, and it's something that can be stored and frozen. When you get yourself, I suppose, an area of growing, and you see the abundance of beans that will be produced from a couple of seeds. And what ends up happening to a lot of people is, we touched on this point, write this down, because it's in the winter, you're going to be listening to this. If you have issues with slugs, which most people do, Typical tip of the day is sow them in pots and transplant in later because the slugs do all sorts of damage to everybody's plants and vegetables. And they'll eat the edible, they'll eat the soft uh, growth spurt on your beans, which prevent it from growing and then you cannot have a plant. So growing them in pot until it's a little bit stronger and more mature and the slugs don't like consuming, something that's a little bit tougher, tip of the day for you. So French beans for the win, okay? And tomatoes are then one of my favorite vegetables to, I suppose, grow yourself. They're sown in February. I sow mine on Valentine's Day because I absolutely love them. They're such a sustainable crop. They need warm conditions, such as a glasshouse, greenhouse, and you can grow different varieties, sizes, shapes. You can then, in the midsummer, when you have a massive glut, again, freeze them. Freeze them on a tray and put them into the freezer. Take them out, put them into a bag, freezer bag and ziplock them up for a winter's day when you're looking to put them into a stew and have unbelievable flavor and antioxidants yes i love tomatoes tomatoes are a natural mood improver that's due down to their fiber and they're delicious homegrown tomatoes are something i suppose that are something you really really can't compare and that's the main difference a lot of people will say oh come on, i have a study to say there's no significant difference and i have a master's degree in organic horticulture as well as a degree in education nutrition and a personal trainer course under my belt but the thing is it's not always what's in organic food it's what's not in it harsh chemicals you want to remember that every time you make a food choice if you're looking to improve your gut health which is a knock-on effect to your overall health but mental why because serotonin is produced in your stomach it's producing your gut 90 percent of it that's massive that is massive okay and the realization that all these different vegetables and fruits that you can consume and parsley would be up there as well. I would touch on that herbs and spices in a different episode as well, because they're high in antioxidants and spices I'm sure of, and will be touching on in very, very um, soon podcasts to be released. So these, and this is an episode about setting up your own, covering over with manure for the winter months. So it's weed free. When you peel off that plastic, you can sow into the ground, shaping up your beds, raking it regularly. Okay. Every 12 days, get a little bit of a hole. 12 days, literally small patch, big patch, polyton patch. You will keep it weed free. Keep on top of the weeds. Weeds don't grow overnight. They just may seem like that, but they don't. They start off small and they get, I suppose, bigger if you don't control them, just like problems. And if you have a problem that you can solve yourself, you don't have a problem. These are the things that I like to, I suppose, give you comparisons about. 
This is a great episode for you to listen to at any stage, as opposed well to the coming months. Start now. Get ready. If you're looking to either gain advantage, improve your health, either grow your own or buy them. But whatever you do, add these to your diet. Apples, asparagus, beetroot, berries, broccoli or kale. We go with carrots, French beans, tomatoes, and they are delicious. And as you always finish these episodes, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. If you're looking to contact me, make sure, check out my Instagram, Facebook, send me a DM, Coleman Power Organic Fitness. If, you're, if you would do me a massive favor, you would be my best friend, okay? You're my favorite if you give a review on iTunes. Five stars, please. It would really help with the algorithm and getting me out to people that I otherwise wouldn't have had the opportunity to. Or share on your social medias. That helps too. Or you can tell one person if you don't want to share and you're in a situation where, oh, I don't want to let people know because the people said that to me previously. I don't want to let people know that I'm listening to these podcasts. That's fine. Just tell one person. That helps me giving you this free content 100%. Okay, lights out. Stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic.